0: everybody it's your girl amanda and we are back with another episode of thompson and stuff welcome back to the episode i know we are uh, approaching mid-august if my listeners out there if you have children going back to school if you're going back to work if you're an educator you work in the school uh, environment or you work in a university environment i'm rooting for you i hope you have a great Great year this year, great two semesters, or however it goes, because y'all know I've been out of school for like almost 10 years. Graduated college eight years ago, I graduated high school, no, I graduated college seven years ago, I graduated high school 10 years ago. And shout out to the class of 2013, Thornwood High School. I'm sorry I missed you guys, but I saw the pictures. Everybody looked great, everybody still looks good, and I hope you guys enjoyed yourself. They had like a, you know, when you think of high school uh, reunion, you think of just one night in some shanty um, dance setting, Ooh, excuse me, like a dance setting or whatever. Everybody looks broken down or tired and stuff, but my high school reunion was actually a weekend event. They had like a tailgating situation, they had like a formal dance thing, and then they had like a brunch on a rooftop. That was really nice, but unfortunately I couldn't make it because of other obligations, but Y'all did the thing, and I hope to see y'all at another event. Hopefully, I won't have anything lined up. Also, I want to thank everybody so much for continuing to support the YouTube channel. My numbers are growing. I just love doing the whole, you know critiquing of you know special projects and stuff i do have two videos coming out uh tonight is saturday so after i record this podcast i'm going to do two more episodes i'm going to drop two more episodes and i think that that's going to be it for content for probably the next two weeks or so um but there are like different projects and stuff coming up um we got the the biz documentary uh, we got the Amber versus, uh, Amber Her versus Johnny Depp documentary that's coming out on Netflix. Um, I do want to uh, watch at home with the Furies, uh, starring Tyson Fury, I'm not really a big boxing person, but I do want to see that just to see how it feels. Cause now I think we're in an era of, you know, positive reality TV, you know, like I was talking about when, um, the family stallone came out like that was a great show it is still i hope it does get renewed for a second season because i loved it love seeing Sly stallone in like family mode like when we watch sylvester stallone on tv he's just so "Mm," you know what i mean so it was nice to see him relax with his wife with his daughter so that's always nice to see but let's get into this episode there's so much stuff we gotta discuss i want to iron out first I wanna talk about this trend of everybody breaking up. Well, not everybody, but it's a lot of couples that broke up. The first one that really shocked me was Mauricio Umansky and Kyle Richards. Now y'all know I'm a big Real Housewives of, of Beverly Hills fan. I've seen every episode since it came out when I was in high school. Now, whenever I see Kyle and Mauricio, I gotta scoot my chair up for that. Whenever I see Kyle and Mauricio on TV, they're in love. They, they love to tell their love story. They got houses everywhere. You know, Kyle's running around the house. Mo, Mo, Mo. Kids, they got like three daughters together. And then, you know, Kyle had Farrah from her first marriage. They were like in love. And now we get the news on TMZ that they've separated. But hold on. So they've separated or filed for separation, but they're not getting a divorce and they still live under the same roof. I'm not married. I've been engaged once. Thank God. I never made it to the altar in that one, but isn't it protocol? I could be wrong. Y'all tell me I'm wrong. Isn't it protocol when you file for separation and you move out and then you file for divorce, right? What I think is they had a tough patch and they did admit to having a tough patch. And they just filed for separation and then they're just gonna work through it. That's what I think it is. And if if that's the case, then that should not have been all over like local or not local, but like, you know, news settings. They should just work that out on their own, you know. I'm really getting sick of watching these housewives get divorced. And then stick on the show, a show called Housewives. You're not a housewife anymore. That's just my opinion. But I hope they work it out, though. They are a really nice couple. Been together uh, 27 years. They got married in 96. I was one. So, yeah, 27 years. Got kids and beautiful house and all that stuff. Did you know they bought uh, Smokey Robinson's old house in Encino? And then they redid it? Beautiful. It was a beautiful house. Then someone broke it in. Jerk. Oh, if you guys want to know what I'm drinking, uh, they put a quick trip in my neighborhood. So I've been uh, going a quick trip a lot in the ices are so good. So if you guys hear me sip, sorry. <laughs> the next couple that broke up was uh, Joe Maganello. Uh, sorry if I mispronounced your name. And Sofia Vergara. This one surprised me too. Because every time you see Joe and Sofia together, they look in love too. But the reason why they broke up is because Joe wanted children and Sophia didn't. And I understand because Sophia Vergara, she looks good, but she's 51. So she's probably past that prime. And Joe is 46. Now, I hate kind of going the double standard route, but it's Sophia's window is closed. We biologically know that, but Joe, Joe is a guy, <laughs> obviously. So he can have kids. When he's like 60 because we know celebrities out there that has kids when they're like 60 70 years old I.e Al Pacino and uh, De Niro. So I just hope that Joe gets what he wants because unfortunately that is a lot a deal breaker in a lot of relationships and sometimes when people want that so bad and they don't have it people walk around with regret like man I should have had children blah blah blah. So y'all, I guess, didn't want to walk around with that, with that regret, with that regret of not having a legacy, walking around um, once he's long gone and all that stuff. Oh, let me uh spin the block back to Mauricio and Kyle. Joe and Sophia, I'm sorry, y'all, but I hope y'all get it together. Morgan Wade. <laughs> Morgan Wade is somehow included in uh, Mauricio and Kyle's, you know, Kool-Aid. Now, they're saying that Kyle is dating this young lady and blah, blah, blah. I honestly don't think that's the case. Y'all can get mad at me all y'all won't. I think that Kyle Richards, she has such... And I think I heard this on, like, um, what's her name? I listen to her podcast, like, every day when I work. Um, Heather McDonald. I think it was Heather McDonald's uh, podcast where she said that she might not be dating uh, Morgan, but she might be investing in Morgan's career because she did just put out a video with Kyle in it. Y'all gotta understand, Kyle Richards is a legend in the Hollywood game. Like she was in Disney movies in this before it was like I wouldn't say cool to be in Disney movies before Disney movies were what Disney movies, before what Disney movies were to us growing up. I'm 28 years old. I remember in the late 90s, early 2000s, how powerful Disney movies were to my demographic. So Kyle must have a lot of connections. Her sister's Kathy Hilton. Her brother-in-law is Rick Hilton. Her husband owns the biggest real estate agency in in the world. Um, Her sister is Kim Richards. Her niece, Paris, Nikki, all that. So she must be using her connections to to help Morgan because Morgan I, I don't know Morgan so I'm not trying to say this and sound like an asshole Morgan, Morgan must have like a lot of talent and Kyle wants to help but I think a part of me think that's what it is but y'all it's Hollywood like we don't you know we don't know what really goes on behind closed doors so I just wanted to add that in because I forgot about Morgan Wade um Ariana Grande is getting a divorce from her real estate husband. I don't know his name. I don't really care for Ariana Grande that much. But I think the whole situation of how her situation happened is messed up. So she was married to a real estate guy. I don't know. They announced that they were separating. Then it came out a couple days later that Ariana got into a relationship with a married man who just had a baby. Now, again, I know I always preach this as Hollywood. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. But that's still messed up if that really happened, if she really started dating a married man who just had a baby. And, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in Ariana in a way, but it's like, what, what if, like, they separated or months ago and then the media that's why it's so tricky being in media because it's like you read things and you see it but ariana grande you know i think also my disappointment also comes from because a lot of young girls look up to ariana grande even though in my opinion and i'm not trying to sound like an a-hole but i do hear out to radio stations and stuff i don't really hear a lot of ariana grande as much as i did maybe two or three years ago so i still want to say young girls look up to ariana grande and i just hope that they know that this behavior is not okay and i just hope that the, the three of them the boyfriend the bait the uh, soon-to-be ex-wife and ariana they just square it away but you know what also i just remembered that uh, they did kind of separate for him to settle it down and i heard that story about a week ago i don't think he needs a couple days i think he needs like six months so we can let the news cycle step in and refresh, you know, the <laughs> we could refresh the, the news cycle and not hear about the, the home wrecking and all that stuff. So we hope we they that they uh, settle that to the side on um, the next couple that broke up while we were not talking were um, Justin Trudeau and Sophie Trudeau. They are the prime minister. And I guess y'all call it first lady in Canada. Um, now, this is a quiet split. We don't know why they broke up. We just know they broke up and they're going on vacation together. So, I think everything's cool. Maybe they just outgrew each other. But, see, they business ain't out on the street like, like everyone else's. And, lastly, this one shocked me. But people were clearly showing um, me the proof on Twitter. Tina Knowles and Richard Lawson are getting a divorce. Now, the real reason has not been uh explain but you know people did post the video of them on uh black love i think that's on own i don't watch OWN, but i think it's on there uh how she says some some slick i don't want to really use the word slick but it's kind of slick remarks and people were like yeah she didn't really respect her blah 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 you know what shocked me but it's a common mistake we all make, even myself when i was single Richard Lawson was liking, like, Twitter porn. <laughs> I can't get too mad at that, because we're all human. We all got those type of needs. So uh, people were like, Richard, you should have bookmarked it, not liked it. So now I know that I'm just kidding. But, yeah, they're getting a divorce. That's sad, because that was Tina's second marriage. But, I, you know, I, I'm not going to get down that road. But, you know, they did kind of look good together, and it was kind of cool seeing like bianca lawson be related to solange and beyonce and all that stuff so i'm very sad to hear about that and speaking of couples so this couple did not break up but um larsa and michael jordan's son i think it's marcus jeffrey is the one that's like more quiet marcus is the one that's with larsa Pippen. do you guys listen to larsa pippins and uh uh, her boyfriend, Marcus... Uh, I don't know the difference between Marcus and... So if I call her her boyfriend, don't take it to heart. But they have a new podcast called Separation Anxiety. Now, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I actually... I'm subscribed to their podcast on Apple Music. It's actually pretty good. I'm not a big fan of Larsa Pippen because... I just... I don't know. I just... I... I, I you know, you should never judge a book by its cover. Maybe I'll meet her one day. I don't know. But it's just... I just look at her, and sometimes it she gives me like air quality, like you know what I mean. But maybe I'm just jumping to the conclusion. Don't don't come at me. But um, the, the the podcast was really good. I was been listening to it. I think it has like maybe five to ten episodes. And Larsa had like a boyer on, and she had some other people on, just sharing their experiences. And uh, she also was talking about how uh, she was mortified and embarrassed about the. Uh, reaction that Michael Jordan gave the paparazzi. I guess they were somewhere in Europe or part of uh, vacationing, and the paparazzi asked, You know, hey, MJ, how do you feel about Larsa? Do you approve? And he said, Hell nah. Let me explain something, y'all. Y'all don't understand sarcasm sometimes, y'all don't understand jokes sometimes. Yeah. But then again, Michael Jordan is a mysterious character to me. Who knows? But, you know, at least. You know, on the podcast, they did explain to us that, you know, uh, Mr. Jordan, he texted him beforehand and all that stuff, but she still says she was mortified and all. Um, how do I feel about them as a couple? I mean, I can't judge a couple because one, um, their age gap, I, again, I know I clarify this like almost every podcast, I do date older men, so she has if she has a preference of dating Younger men like I have the preference of dating older men, and that's fine. You know, I see pictures of them; they look good. So I can't really be like nah, 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 nah. when I my situation is like, yo, you can't like I'm dating someone years older than me, and you know stuff like that. But the whole I hope they hold on. I mean, they must be doing good because she said on the podcast, "We've been together a year." damn, we just found out about y'all, like, six months. (laughs) Like, you know, uh, dang, y'all must have been together a year, so y'all must be doing something right and maybe keeping their relationship, like, not in our faces every day. I mean, I don't follow Larsa on social media, but I do sometimes check out, like, the shade room and stuff, and there they are, and they're giving birthday shout-outs and all that. So I guess, you know, we should take a book from their page for privacy or not. (laughs) Um so also, threads have launched. So if you guys don't know what threads is, it's like the Instagram version of Twitter. So you guys know that what's going on over there on Twitter since uh, daddy Eli Musty, or I'm sorry Elon Musk took over Twitter and then it basically turned into a political war zone. To me, it, I still, I use both because obviously I have this podcast. I gotta get the word out there. I have my books, I have all my projects. So in my opinion, more, the more, um social media sites that I can sign up for the better it is for my brand that's all I'm gonna say but I, I do like threads my threads is kind of dead right now so if you guys want to go follow me on threads I think it's the same as my instagram a dash marie son of tom I promise I'm gonna use it more that's like the downside of like the excitement of having all these like social sites is you got to keep up with all of them they're all in my phone in one folder but Sometimes I just want to use Twitter for like an hour. Sometimes I want to look at threads. Sometimes I want to be on TikTok. So I I think that's like the the downfall at all. But again, more social media, more promo if you're a business owner and all that stuff. Um, People have been asking me about my opinion on Spill. So the thing is about Spill is that it's like Clubhouse all over again. I don't know if Clubhouse still exists, but um, you need a code to get in. Oops, sorry, I hit my mic. You need a code to get in. And I didn't get the code. None of my friends had the code to get me in. So I haven't used Spill. So uh, team threads over here. Okay, team threads. <laughs> Next up, I want to talk about Kim Zolziak. Um, So Kim Zolziak and Croy Bierman. Again, I'm not here to kick nobody down. This is what happened. Kim Zolziak called off her divorce with uh, Croy Bierman. Um, I don't. Really know for sure why, um, but there was a like a body cam video exposed saying, you know, there was one part of it saying, uh, Croy was saying, Oh, Kim gambled all the money away, she's crazy, blah blah blah. And then there was a video of Kim saying, Oh, Croy is crazy, he got CTE and all that stuff. And it's like, I I don't know what y'all trying to do. Are y'all trying to work it out for the sake of the kids? Now, let's. I don't think this is discussed a lot, but it has been brought up in recent years. You know, now my generation is the generation that's running to to social media to kind of sort of educate. So I remember watching TikToks. I don't know the exact person's name. But they would talk about how parents are together for the sake of the children, but they're miserable. I just hope that's not the situation for Kim and Croy because they have little kids, and you know, sometimes I mean, I don't know if I'm using this term in the right way, but little kids come some, can sometimes be impressionable, and they they soak in stuff and they remember stuff, and some of that stuff might be traumas. That's basic psychology at this point in 2023. So. Um, I and I in on my opinion, I still think things are not okay for them financially because Kim Zolziak is going on the internet selling things. She's selling some of her shoes and bags. She's selling her daughter, um, Brielle. Brielle's the oldest. She's selling some of her clothes, and the way that they're selling it on the side, like if you want this, cash app or Zelle. Cash app result, like if you're selling something. So like, let's think about this. We got the Kardashian closet. And um, if you don't know who runs it, I think their cousin runs it. So when you buy something on Kardashian closet. It's, it's the typical shopping. If you bought from Amazon, you put your card in and all that stuff. I've never heard of someone selling something and they say, well, no, I mean, let me take that back. I've never heard of someone selling something. And they're of a certain status, reality star, celebrity, blah blah blah. And they say cash at me or Zell me if you want this. that, that doesn't that, that seems very not shisty, but kind of weird to me, you know. So I just hope everything, you know, I don't I don't kick people down when they're down like that, but I really do hope everything kind of works out for them. Um, I hope they get some sort of counseling or, if need be, they continue with that divorce so nobody can be miserable, you know? So, um, the next story I want to talk about, i to take another sip of my drink. Lemonade Frosty from Quick Trip. Don't ask no questions. So the next thing I want to talk about, and this was just put on my list like right before I started recording this podcast. Down in Louisville, The school had to close, the school district closed schools because of a mishap with the bus routes and one child did not get home till 10 or almost 10 o'clock at night. I'm going on a little rant here, so I'm I'm gonna warn y'all. This every day is showing me that school districts in America are getting worse. And this this scares me so bad. <laughs> it's getting worse. Like these this is gonna be all over the place, like my um having kids ran I did on my last episode. But you know, when I was a little kid, it was kind of bad. I went to a predominantly black elementary school and like the teacher spoke to us any type of way and the, this administration sometimes the it would rub the wrong way with the student you know it's, it's like a domino effect the student go home tell the mom or the dad The mom and dad go up to the school talk to the teachers but the school district don't do nothing blah blah, blah. so <laughs> so now school districts is showing that school districts do not care about students because they just did this to accommodate everyone as one TikToker said um i've never heard of no child coming home at 10, almost 10 o'clock at night. And they're elementary school kids. So their parents, some elementary school parents don't even let their kids stay up that late on a school night. Also, I heard that one of the bus drivers dropped a kid off on the side of a road, on a busy road and all that stuff. I think, yeah, this is, <laughs> this is getting worse in America. And I, I'm not understanding why. Cause you know, when I was a kid and I think I was in preschool I was in preschool like 20, 23 years ago. No, maybe 24 years ago, it's the late nineties. Back in when I was growing up, bus drivers were trained and knew what to do. So I'm gonna tell this story. And if my mother ever hears this podcast, it's true. Like it's not my mom's father, mom's a single parent. She worked and she worked nights and I would stay with my grandmother. And my mom got off work. She'll take us to where we need to go, school, bring us home, whatever, and she'll go to sleep. So (laughs) I was probably like four. I went to school, preschool at this one school um, that's like maybe five or ten minutes away from my house through the expressway. So I went to school in the next town for where I live. Um, So I got on the bus. I would take the bus in the morning. I would take the bus uh after preschool preschool was probably two or three hours a day i don't know like it wasn't it wasn't major like when i got to kindergarten that's when i started going to school full day but preschool was like maybe two or three hours and the bus driver was a really nice lady she was a black lady forgot her name and uh wherever she is now i hope she's okay so Bus driver would drop off all the kids at my house at their houses. They lived in my neighborhood, so they didn't live far from me. So by the time it was time to drop me off, bus driver flew up in front of my house. So the bus driver would pick me up from my house. Individual houses. They would not do bus stops. I didn't start taking the bus from a bus stop till I was like in third grade or so. I don't know. But so my mom, single mom, sleeping, just got off work, working nights. She's not she sleep. Bus driver hunts the horn. Waits for my mom. My mom doesn't come out because obviously she's sleeping. I, I know I keep saying it because it's not my mom. My mom was naturally tired. Okay, so I'm not saying it because she oh she's negligent, no, she was tired. She worked late. She worked in manufacturing, so obviously. And so, bus driver said okay. I'm going to take you back to school. And she took me back to my preschool, which was an uh, all-girls Catholic school at the time, but we were in the preschool, so we didn't have to wear uniforms or nothing. She took me back to the school. She explained to the administration what happened. And so they sat me down. They called my mom. My mom finally woke up out of her sleep and got me and all that stuff. But it's like, now do they, do they not have that training to take the kid back to school? Like, Kids is giving these drivers directions. You know, they're telling them where to go. Like, shouldn't, as a bus driver, shouldn't they have that? Uh, that's why when I get older or whenever I have ch- children, I don't, I, I never thought about um, homeschooling them, but I I thought about having um, a system where I know that they're okay. I want to, you know, I want to be the one that picks them up and drop them off to school so they don't have to worry about getting on a bus. I don't have to. I don't have to worry about them. I don't have to worry about putting my children's lives in the hands of someone, yes, who is trained. But sometimes you can be trained in something, but you can still like mess it up, you know. So I think I do want to be that mom who drops them off and pick and be there to pick them up. I don't want them, or they could walk to school if they live like close to a school. That's fine too. But um, yeah, I just I want them to be in in that situation because that was ridiculous a child coming home from school at 10 10 p.m children giving directions just terrible And you know what sidetrack i just have one more question because i still have trauma from my teachers doing this do they still do collective punishment in schools because i used to get hella uh, punished for other people's bullshit because someone decided to just do collective punishment I just want to know that. If somebody answer that for me? But anyway, um, I'm going to wrap that up. That wasn't a long, as long a rant as I thought, but it's still wrong. Right? Putting these little babies on the streets and they got to figure out where to go and a cop had to help them get home. Man. Um, lastly, for this uh, cycle of news, Aretha Franklin's will that was found in her couch has been deemed valid. I never understood why she... I mean, I understood why because they kind of stole from her and she would be paying in cash for shows and stuff. But when it comes down to a will, I think that should have been handled with lawyers and stuff and not somewhere stuffed in your, in your couch. I think that's kind of weird. And all the money Aretha Franklin had, I think she should have been on top of that. That's just my opinion. of no disrespect to the Queen of Soul. But more stuff coming up. Hold on, y'all. Let's take a break. So for the past few months we all know that jamie fox was in the hospital rumors circulated that you know he had a stroke and this happened to him he had a heart attack blah 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 and also if you guys did not know jamie was actually here in chicago at some hospital downtown recuperating but now we see that um he's out and about and he's doing better so the first video i saw jamie again was here in chicago he was actually on a boat Um, somewhere out in Lake Michigan or something, someone got a video of him waving hi to to them. They were probably on the sidelines. He was on the boat in the water. Um, He looked great. People were saying, oh, it's a clone. It's a clone. No. Even though the video was like bad quality, I could tell that that was Jamie still because of the shape of his head and how he wears his glasses and his beard and all that stuff. So now the second video of Jamie has come out. He has explained himself Uh, People were saying, oh, he looks so different and blah, blah, blah. Y'all must have never been sick. I did see that video. Some of it I can say, you know, it was the lighting. He was in a very bright room. Also, if you never had like really serious health complications and then you get better enough to kind of function through life, but you're still very pale. Yeah. And that was a couple months ago i was reading the daily mail um he's back in california because we all know he live he actually lives in california he was um dropping something off to his uh second daughter's mother and he looked pretty good pretty normal dressed in a mirror light air force wants he was driving his own car so that's a good sign so he's doing better i'm so glad And of course he's probably got his um, his projects lined up, getting back to work. He also has a new movie coming out, uh, probably next week called Strays, and I really wanna go check that movie out too, because it looks so funny. I'm just glad that Jamie's okay, because in my family, we love us and Jamie Foxx, so Jamie, I'm so glad you're okay. Keep pushing, but don't push too hard, because we love you and we want you to be around a long time. Um, did anybody see that video of Sexy Red at that school appearance? So I'm kind of, I'm on the fence about this, right? I don't really know Sexy res music. I I, I only know the one line, my coochie pink, my booty hole brown. That's all I know. That's how, as far as it'll go with me. And um, yeah, she was at a school. I think she's from St. Louis. And she made a visit to a school. Um, I read somewhere that it was a bunch of seniors. They were getting ready to go on prom. And she kind of... Uh, donated or volunteered and gave like hair to the girls who couldn't afford it. Um I thought that that was very nice and as all celebrities or new celebrities, if they have the funds to do it, they should give back. But I was kind of disappointed in her behavior. Okay. I'm 28 years old. I I am an auntie. I got two nieces. I got a niece and a great niece and a nephew and a great nephew now. I'm not trying to be in my auntie feelings, but I just looked at it; it wasn't right. Sexy Red, she appeared at the school. Once they announced her name, she stuck up her middle finger, and the music played. You know, the kids were excited, great because this is what they listen to these days. I just think that Sexy Red could have should should have considered where she is. Yes, these kids know your music. Yes, these kids spend hours on TikTok like I do but still be considerate enough to know that you know these are still kids some of them are still 17 some of them might be 18. um but it also shocked me that you know celebrities are still doing in-school appearances like big celebrities when i was in high school we they didn't have one for us but then on youtube a year later and she was really popping in the streets i mean wherever she is i hope she's doing well now but uh, Young M.A. actually made an appearance at my high school a year after I graduated. I don't know how they get through, they get these celebrities to come and show up. But, you know, I was just disappointed in that. And I, I think she should have. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if she did because I really don't keep up with her. No disrespect to her now. This is just not my cup of tea. But, um. She should have not, you know, done the whole middle finger, middle finger thing. Probably said some words and, you know, thanked them for their support. There's that, you know. So, (laughs) oh man, but sexy, right? Though y'all could have asked like someone else, but I understand. I think it was her high school too, because she's from St. Louis. I'm not sure, but you know, just be more considerate, in my opinion. So. Um, Carly, 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 whatever her name is. That story was wild. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Let me take a sip of my drink. So if you guys don't remember, or you're still mad about it, either or. Carly was a young lady who basically faked her own abduction. And they put out, Um, you know, it was this big, you know, you know how we are on social media. This woman goes missing, oh my God, Pray, prayers and thoughts. You know, she was saying that, you know, she found a baby walking on the side of the road, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, turns out it was all a hoax because she wanted to, I guess, punish her ex-boyfriend. Um, so long story short, I, if you guys know the story, she was arrested, they put out her mugshot. Let me say this hair was laid and she was smiling um (laughs) oh man hair was laid and she was smiling i knew something something is a little off that's all i'm gonna say because you don't sit there and you come up with this elaborate story about a little baby walking on the side of a road you drive a really nice car your wig this is all this stuff you know it's just you know now it kind of ruins and i've been listening to a lot of other podcasts who has the same um, um <clears throat> excuse me they have the same opinion as i do now because of what carly carol lee c lee whatever her name is did it kind of ruins for people who actually go missing so i want why didn't the people not know how serious that is when they do that and then She was Googling. She was Googling like stuff like how old do you have to be to have Amber Alert, all that stuff. Do you not know that if you leave your phone at the crime of the scene, they do take that as evidence and they look through it? Hmm, hmm. She didn't think that one through did she? What a shame, what a shame. Thanks a lot, Carolee. Really, thanks a lot. And that's why it's like, why didn't I cover this more? I mean, hell, everybody talked about it. We're all mad. (laughs) But speaking of what makes me mad, did y'all know West Side Side Connection is never getting back together? And Ice Cube put his foot down for like probably the last time on The Breakfast Club. And uh, I think someone asked why. And then uh, Ice Cube says, well, he know what it is. At this point, they all need to go to group therapy and figure it out because I need a new West Side Connection album. I'm not trying to be Beggy. You know, You Look. If it was that big of a deal, just talk it out. I don't know what's wrong with you, gangster rappers, sometimes, but just talk it out, hash it out, get to the bottom of the the problem, get a group therapist, get something, something, because really, y'all gotta understand. I'm I'm in my late twenties, right? Y'all don't understand the the magic of what the West Side Connection have, and you know it's messed up. Cube is cool with Dub C, Dub C is cool with uh, MAC-10. You know, MAC-10 and I'm sorry, MAC-10 and Dub C cool, obviously, vice versa. But MAC-10 is not cool, Ice see. And now there's like a divide. Come on, <laughs> I need another website. That is, they're so classic. Like the first album, Bow Down. Oh, come on, come on. I'm sure it can be fixed with group therapy. Can we call Ian LeVanzen or something? Because, like, I just want this to be fixed. Not because I want music out of these people, but because it's been, like, almost 25, 30 years since the situation happened. I mean, I don't really know what happened, but can you just, like, talk it out? You know, give that a try. I mean, I I heard that it involved a brother-in-law and all that stuff, but... My attempts is not going to work because, hey, who am I? They're not going to list the little old me, right? They should just try that, in my opinion. But they're never getting back together according to the sources directly. So moving on. <laughs> Britney Spears is releasing her memoir. And I have it on my Amazon list of books to order. Um, it comes out later this year. I am on the fence about this. Um, I'm very happy that Brittany is coming out, telling her story, what happened in our life, uh, telling her story from the beginning, her childhood in the South, all that stuff. But Brittany has been delaying it because, well, there were rumors of her delaying it because she had to take out the bad stuff of what she said about her mom and her sisters, whom she recently reconciled with. Now, Brittany... A memoir, and I've read enough of them to know that a memoir tells nothing but the whole truth, the truth, and the truth, so help me God. I know I butchered that, but y'all know what I mean. You can say, I've, I've read memoirs of celebrities who told the stories of what their parents did to them, and they're in a loving relationship with their parents now. Just saying. So Britney should have just cleaned it up and just, you know, put it and still put it in the book, but not take it out completely. Um, I wonder how the structure is going to be. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't want to sit here and say, I hope Britney knows how to write. But from what I saw growing up with Britney Spears, I don't know if she graduated high school. So I just hope she had that support team to really make sure like the book was polished and all that stuff like i read tommy lee's book and that was really good and really well written but anthony Bolzaza or whatever his name is was um on his side with that so i'm really nervous about reading that book and i also am going to pre-order uh crystal hefner's book if you don't know who crystal hefner is she is the last wife of hugh hefner uh she moved in with him she posed playboy she was married to him when he died. And um, my question is, why is she going to write a book now after all this time? After it has been gone since like 2019, 2020. So I don't understand why she's going to write a book. But um, my question is, is she's going to, you know, drag her ex husband? Is she going to tell like the dark stories of Playboy? I just can't wait to read that book and just see what's going on, you know? Um,. The Tupac murder mystery or the case or whatever is continuing after 26, 27 years. So uh, news recently came out that um, recently a home in Henderson, Nevada that belonged to the daughter of Orlando Anderson uh, was recently raided. Um, And also Keefe D was involved uh, in the ownership of the home And to me, I think this honestly changes who I think killed Tupac. Now I've been saying this one name for years after watching all these documentaries. I said, I think he killed them. But Keefe D has been going on Vlad TV in these interviews, you know, saying things. And now that this has happened, it makes me think. Now, we all, most of us have siblings, right? And if you're a single child, shout out to you. But it's like the, as I call it, the past on. My brother, my brother's name is Justin, okay? So say, you know, it's back and me and Justin are little kids. Justin brings a vase. Who broke it? Oh, Amanda broke it. Passed on. So I think that QVD kind of passed it on to this person that I don't want to say it on this podcast because I don't know how much legal legality is going on but I hope you guys know where I'm going with this because I really don't want to say this on this podcast so I don't want to get in any trouble but it's between the two what I'm trying to say um that's what I'm thinking now that the home has been raided and just all this new stuff about the case came out after all these years. So, and and then the technology got better, so maybe they'll probably do another like DNA thing or who knows. And speaking of Tupac, did y'all know Drake bought Tupac's a uh, 1.1 million dollar ring? And I think I'm really anti against that purchase because I think that that ring should go to somebody really meaningful to Tupac. Um, you know, his mom is gone. His dad um, was on the Art of Dialogue, but they didn't really have much of a relationship. So I would think that um, Kadada or his sister should have gotten that ring, not be put on auction for $1.2 million. That's just that's just sick. But I hope Drake keeps it safe because it is a big part of hip hop. So that, there's that. Um, so the writer strike, I know people have been asking me about that. Um, it's very messed up that that is going on. Um, I follow Claudia Jordan on Instagram. And they, sh- or you know, Claudia Jordan's not the only one that does this, it's other writers and actors and stuff. They do it on TikTok too. And they call it residual time. And they show how much they make of residuals. Now, it's 2023, we're not really watching cable TV. We're watching streaming, and sometimes if you're older and you don't have cable, you watch the antenna. So they would show their residual checks, right? And they would show that they would get paid, for example, with Claudia Jordan. She was on the prices, not the prices right. Well, yeah, she was on the prices right. Uh, Deal or no deal. She gets paid for deal or no deal. She gets a little money from that for being paid on cable. But deal or no deal or the price is right could be streamed on Pluto TV. And Pluto TV is a very big company. Like, it's free, and a lot of people have it. But if you watch someone there, they're not going to get paid for that. They're just getting paid for what's on cable. I want them to work out something where they get paid for everything. Like, with us young podcasters and young business people, every time you stream our podcast, we get maybe two cents it's the truth but we make money and i want them to make money because we're watching more streaming another example if you guys got netflix out there what's the biggest show on netflix right now suits i'm halfway through suits and they're saying that it's billions of streams for suits but do you think megan markle is getting paid for that no because they're not paying them for streams Netflix is getting money because, remember, they cracked down on the sharing. And when they crack down on the sharing, it increases uh, subscription signups. Can't you use that money to pay the people who was on that beautiful show? Now it's getting to movie uh, studios. Bron Productions. I've seen a couple Bron Production movies. Um, Israel, Roman J. Israel and all that stuff. They're going bankrupt. Now they can't make any more movies because no one's getting paid. I'm looking on um, social media. The actors. I saw um, Jason George Winston. I think that's his name. If you watch Eve, Sean McGuire, who plays the British guy who owns the club, they were out there picketing. I haven't seen him in years. I don't know where they found him. But they like this is getting ridiculous. And also now, I guess an update. This has been going on for a couple months. They're back into doing um, negotiations, so hopefully they can wrap this up, let these actors go back to work. Because honestly, I think that's why nothing's been really good on TV lately is because of the strike. And then, not only that, it kind of affects the pockets because actors can't go out and promote their latest projects. They can't make any appearances. So they're just stuck in the house. just, you know, cor- or not quarantine, but just stuck in the house all over again like it's the pandemic. So I hope they really fix that. I also wanna send a keep your head up to um Gilly the kid. His 25-year-old son was killed killed in Philadelphia. Um they're Muslim, so I think they already had the funeral after and all that stuff, but I just still feel so bad for him. Um if you guys don't know, um Gilly does this thing called Gilly Fest, and I think that's something for celebrating his birthday and He'll like have like a big concert and all that stuff. And uh, Meek Mill was performing a song. This was on this is on my Twitter. Meek Mill was performing a song and um Gilly kind of spaced out. And if you guys have never experienced grief, or you like you you're grieving someone and sometimes you just space out. You don't cry and you don't get emotional. You just space out. So I kind of saw it in Gilly's face. So, Gilly, we love you. Um, keep your head up, and um, yeah, just keep your head up. We love you. Um, also, rest in peace to Tony Bennett. Um, passed away. He had Alzheimer's. Passed away at the age of ninety-six. Uh, Paul Rubens. Uh, he was seventy. He had cancer. He kept it a secret which I totally understand because you just don't want the uproar of everybody. So rest in peace with Seventy. Brian Randall, if you do not know who that is, that is the longtime boyfriend of Sandra Bullock, who I feel bad for her because uh, he was actually raising her kids with her. So, I mean, I don't know if they consider him dad, but knowing that their father figure is gone is just heartbreaking. Um, Here in Chicago... DJ Casper passed away. He is actually responsible for why we do the cha-cha slide at weddings, cookouts, and all that stuff. So rest in peace to him. And lastly, rest in peace to Angus Cloud, which was a big shock to me. Um, They're saying that Angus passed away of um, of a drug overdose. I partially think it is a drug overdose, but I partially think he died of a broken heart, which is very possible because... Um, they said that he had to bury his father literally days or weeks before. And I you like if you lost a parent who understand where I come from, like I my both of my parents are still here, thank God. But I do talk about this a lot. I lost my auntie who raised me as her child. Um, like if my mom had to do something, my auntie stepped in. So I get it. Like sometimes you don't want to get out of bed. You just, you're you're in grief, you're bereaved. So he had a broken heart and it was a heart that could not be fixed. That's just my opinion. I don't think it was all drugs. It was a broken heart. So uh, rest in peace to them. Um, Dr. Dre said he did not want to work with Prince or Michael Jackson and people are outraged. So let me, I'm kind of on Dr. Dre's side with this because, (laughs) um, y'all, every producer has a sound, okay? And not every producer's sound goes with every artist. So let me give you an example of what I mean. All right, so we got Alanis Morissette and Daz Dillinger, right? (laughs) That, that don't sound right, like that don't sound good. So Prince, who is funk, I mean, yes, Dr. Dre is G-Funk, but I honestly wouldn't think it sound good. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson did work with black producers, Teddy Riley, um LaShawn Daniels, rest in peace, Rodney Darkchild Jerkins, of course. But it's just certain artists and certain producers just have certain sounds. That's all I'm just trying to say. So I hope that really simmers on y'all. And lastly, for this uh, batch of news, lean in the plug, Adam22 and Jason Love, I think this whole situation is a big mess. Yes, I understand they're porn stars, but also they're married porn stars. Maybe it's just me and I'm super old school. I have morals and values. I don't believe in letting my husband mess with a woman and I don't believe... And I hope my husband don't believe in me messing with a man and actually finishing inside of me. It's just all nasty. I mean, I'm grown, yes, but just the whole like he allowed it. He did what he did just ill, in my opinion. I don't mind that they're porn stars, just some things just should have been done in private on video and locked away forever. Just my opinion. Just my opinion. <laughs> Cause shoot, that that is wild that he let him do that. Um, let's see what's next. Miranda Lambert complains of concert goers' selfies, which I think is the stupidest piece of news that I have ever heard. Let me explain something, y'all. When you go to a concert in this day and age of smartphones, camera phones, all that stuff, what do we do? I could tell you, when I went to go see New Edition and Jodeci, my phone was out. Did see New Edition or Charlie Wilson have a problem with it? No. Well, only because I was also sitting way up top. Miranda is in the wrong because let her fans have that memory. Sometimes I, people catch themselves. I do, too, scrolling through my pictures, just seeing the memories of where I've been. That would be really nice to have. Oh my god, I'm at Miranda Lambert's concert, and I'm really close to her. But no, Miranda Lambert want to cuss out her fan just trying to get a, a you know a memory. These celebrities are so entitled. I swear, <laughs> I just can't do this. I can't. Um, did anybody see the John Gosselin documentary? I never liked uh, Kate and. John and Kate will say, but with the way the woman acted, I knew she was evil. And it's a shame that she kind of isolated her son because he didn't want to be on camera. It's greedy. Kate Gosling is a greedy woman, and I hope she never gets on TV again. And I don't think she will because all the kids are grown up and going to college and stuff. I hope she never gets another TV show. I hope people really look at her sideways. Like I never wish this, but for how she treated that her son locked him away in a, a mental institution, I want to say, not visit him. And I feel bad because John was fighting to get him out. Why is he in here? I never saw the full documentary. I really want to. Um, I hope to find it somewhere on Prime. And this documentary will definitely be reviewed on the YouTube channel, so take keep a lookout for that. Um, Michael K. Williams, uh, you know, murderers air quote was sentenced to two and a half years i still think that that's not fair because a life was taken and fentanyl 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 was involved i think they should be retried because if someone died from fentanyl that should be like a mandatory 10 years minimum in my opinion so sentenced two and a half years that's just not fair and i think that the murders of Mac Miller got more than that in California. So sad all around. Uh, Kylie Jenner admits to surgery. Girl, we've been to. I'm starting to dislike the, the Kardashians because they're, it's just obvious that some things look surgically enhanced. It took her a while to admit the lip fillers when she was a teenager. And I remember Kylie when she was younger, before she had kids and how she looked. That's very obvious. And she had them before she gave birth to her kids. Just saying. Todd Chrisley compare complains of jail conditions. Well, Mr. Crisley, you're in jail. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Um, of course, American jails are kind of like the joke because if you look at the jails of other countries, they look more like a rehab center and us is like torment. But I mean, you do the crime, you do the time. Um, Tasha K versus T.S. Madison. This whole situation just showed me how awful a person Tasha K is. So I didn't really know that. It's illegal for you to take a picture of someone's um, passport and put it on the internet. And that's what Tasha K did. But it, uh, according to T.S. Madison, it was an old passport. My question is, does it matter if it's an old or new passport? A passport is a passport. Will she still get in trouble for that? Um, but uh, Tasha K and uh, T.S. Madison was going back and forth. Tasha K was just calling T.S. Madison all these mean things. I love T.S. Madison. She is so awesome. Tasha K is just downright dirty and wrong. And I feel like watching that, she was bullying T.S. Madison. And Tasha K, she can't pay Cardi B. She's bankrupt and broke. But she's on the internet saying, Life is awesome. Bankruptcy is awesome, but you're still going at what got you in trouble with Cardi B, girl. What is wrong with you? It's some of the stuff I really don't believe is going on. She just wants the views on her YouTube channel. I used to follow her YouTube channel, but I I took that right off. I, I stopped following her. The stories just got worse. The the situations got nastier. So if you follow Tasha K, unfollow that lady because she is just a bully a mean, mean bully. And the reason why I'm also sounding like I'm rushing off is because I'm almost at the 30 minute mark. So let's catch a commercial break. Mm -hmm. So did you guys see that video of Cardi B throwing a mic in Vegas? So when I first saw the video, I thought, dang Cardi, why would you do that? And then I saw that the young lady threw, okay, so let's backtrack here. Cardi B was performing on stage and a young lady threw some liquid on her. Probably alcohol, probably water, I don't know. I was finding out later that Cardi was saying, Pour something on me to cool me down or whatever. Isn't it when a rapper or entertainer or whoever is on the stage say, Pour it on me? You pour it on them right then and there. And once they continue with whatever they're, you know, expressing song, speech, whatever, you stop. Okay, so I actually blame three people in this situation. Cardi, the young lady, well... Yeah, Cardi, the young lady, and the media. And I'm sorry, but it's true. I blame Cardi because... She did say it, but then once it was moved on and someone did it, she threw the mic. She chose to do the mic. The young lady, she chose to throw that on Cardi. The media, they didn't tell us all of what happened. So the young lady did it after Cardi said it. Cardi threw the mic. But the mic actually hit someone on the head. Someone else on the head, not the young lady. So now um, there is there was legal um, legal take being done, but Cardi was later cleared of those charges. Um, so I think the head of the food chain of the of fault was the young lady who threw the, the liquor or water or whatever. but my point of bringing up the story is I don't I think Cardi B doesn't want to be famous anymore or she's struggling with it and she just doesn't know what to do. And then also I wanna add this because I understand why people be saying Vlad TV is a snitch. So right after news broke that she threw that microphone, Vlad TV posted the video of her talking about she threw things when she get frustrated at concerts. So what the hell Vlad, like, I will never do your show. You'll probably snitch on me too. I just still think that that was messed up. And it hit an innocent bystander in the head. It's too much. It's too much. So uh, the reason why I'm rushing is we're getting into the episode. Um, So let's wrap up these um, news stories. So the last few stories. The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse has been canceled. So if you guys don't have Disney+, Plus, it's basically the Mickey Mouse cartoon where they make him skinny with black eyes, big shoes, and a big old booty. Me, personally, y'all know I'm a Mickey Mouse head. I'm a Mickey Mouse fanatic. I love, love, love Mickey Mouse. But I did not really like these cartoons. One, they made Mickey too modern. Like, he was rapping and saying, yeah, boy, on one of these um, episodes of the cartoon. And I'm like, what the hell? Like when you go to Disneyland, Disney World, or whatever, you don't see Mickey Mouse jumping on and rapping "Fight the Power." I mean, there is a video out there of Mickey dancing the Nipsey Hustle, but not doing all that. So I don't mind it. Also, um, the lady who voiced Minnie Mouse on those cartoons she did pass away. I don't think they ever found a replacement for her either. So um, that that happened, I'm all right with it. Um, Lizzo is fighting a lawsuit of sexual harassment. So. Basically, she's being sued by her former dancers. Um, I'm not a fan of Lizzo, nothing against her. She's doing her thing. It's just not my cup of tea. So I keep an ear out, and I'm not fully invested in it. Basically, what I heard was she was making them go to like the red light district over in Amsterdam, and something about bananas and vaginas and all that stuff. She would make them go out and have a good time. <laughs> um, I'm kind of on the fence about this one, too. One, one side, it is Hollywood. We don't know what freaky shit goes down in Hollywood. But two, it's celebrity. Lizzo is a black woman with a lot of money. So they could be attacking her, you know, her power and all that stuff. So um, it's in legalities right now. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Hulk Hogan is engaged for the third time i don't know what happened with him and the second wife she was very pretty and she seemed very nice so he's engaged again um rumors of megan Markle and prince harry getting a divorce let me tell you that right now it ain't happening next story um <laughs> trump has been indicted for the riots um he was indicted probably a couple weeks ago so they probably gonna have to speed up the court case to see if he's uh guilty which he is he is very guilty because I remember being at home cooking dinner and watching that stuff. It was insane. I'm like, this is some ghetto stuff. Um, something else everyone else is talking about, the Birmingham fights. All I'm gonna say is, because we've been ta- everybody's been talking about it, I'ma simply say, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And sir, that's what you get for touching that security guard for just doing his job. That's all I'm gonna say with that. Lastly, um, Tori Lanes has been sentenced to 10 years in jail. Now, I'm not going to sit here and celebrate, yay, he's going to jail because he shot Megan the Stallion. But I will say that Megan did get her justice. But I also have a question. Um, because Tori Lanes is Canadian, will he get deported after the 10 years or however long he does? Because, yeah, he's not a citizen. So if you get in trouble in a different country, you get deported no matter what, right? I think so. But, anyway, those questions shall be answered in the future. I thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Thompson and stuff. I hope to catch you guys probably in early October. Um next month I am actually going on vacation, so there will be no podcast until October, and I'll tell you all about it. Until then, thank you guys so much for all your support. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Amanda Marie Thompson. Follow me on TikTok, Amanda MarTS. You can follow me on Instagram, A-Marie Son of Tom You can purchase a book, Meet Angela, AJ Townsend, uh, The Meridian Dream. All available on Amazon. And I will talk to you guys soon. Peace out.